When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the movie trivia schmodown. It is the ultimate schmodown, and it is the second round as we are blazing through this second round. And as we get to these second round matchups, Mark Ellis, you get these marquee matchups. And this is the this is the thing with the digital uh, era that the schmodown is in. You guys have been getting prime time matches in uh, in this digital age. This this match that you're about to see. This was a main event in New York in front of a sold-out crowd for the championship back last August. Mark Ellis. Yeah, this thing sold tickets, and we sold it out, and people wanted to take pictures with us, and none of that stuff is legal now because, you know, germs. But Christian, my partner, is right. It is a marquee event, as in Mark, and this is a key event. Why? Because the winner is going to advance in the tournament, and the winner is going to have to earn it, Christian, because you have prime time Paul Oyama going up against Jeff, the in-Snyder Snyder. Whose internet is going to work better? We'll figure it out. I think this one could go down to the proverbial wire. Well, the first matchup certainly did. It was five rounds. It went to sudden death and primetime Paul Oyama, who was the champion at the time, uh, eked out that victory and defended the championship against Jeff Snyder. Jeff almost got to, he's been team's champion twice. He's a legend of the game and he was that close. That was his first and only shot at the movie trivia showdown championship and it just slipped through his fingers. The other thing that will not be happening today that happened in New York is that I've said it many times over, Paul Oyama at the time was the only competitor that could get the audience to cheer for Jeff Snyder. Uh, it is a different time. It is a different era 
this time because Paul Yama has had a change in attitude. I think it's been working for him. I think working with Winston Marshall and Jeff Snyder, to his credit, has never changed. Uh, he was on backstage not too long ago, basically uh, obliterating anyone or anybody who even mentioned inner geekdom and, and didn't back off. I think it was the most... Uh, controversial uh, and polarizing interview that we've ever seen on backstage, and I loved every second. It's new school versus old school, Christian. We see it all the time in sports. You have one team that's going to be running the Wildcat, the West Coast offense, the option, and then you have just three yards and a cloud of dust. Get your offensive line to block, and that's how we win ball games. You could have this go down as a defensive struggle. Maybe Jeff Snyder prefers that, or you could have this be a high-flying run-and-shoot affair that Jerry Glanville and Paul Oyama might prefer. And so it's going to be a contrast of styles, and those are fun matches for you and I to call, and I think the fans are the real winner here because today's matchup is going to be a treat. A little bit of trash talk, not only from the competitors, but also their managerial component. It is always fun to watch Roxy Stryer and Winston Marshall go at one another. Well, we're going to see a little bit because all of that, the the L that Winston gave Roxy not too long ago, the L that Oyama gave to Snyder about a year ago, all of that and more, Showing how we got here today is in this promo. Here we go. So Mike Kalinowski will play Jeff the Insider Snyder in this number one contender match. Somebody's getting a trip to New York book as soon as this match is over. being in this league since season three he's got a shot at the belt the champion is Paul Yama he is still not lost he is the youngest champion this league has ever seen and your winner and still you know what I'm gonna see Paul Oyama again I'm a fife I'm pretty confident in that and we're gonna kick the living crap out of him I heard you want to release the Snyder Cut. Well, guess what? We're going to cut Snyder. Hi, Paul. Paul, you know, you've done good in the past. You got us. You did. Not this time, honey. I'm just eager to show what I can do and put him in his place like I should have the first time. I would have won the championship I would have. had I bet a zero instead of a one point on a Harry Potter quest. Right, right. One could also say that if a fan in the crowd doesn't yell something out, I win via TKO. This singles tournament offers me a chance at redemption. You've been asking for me for months. All I gotta say is be careful what you wish for. Rock stars have found their way to Upset City. Winston, I've been holding on to something for you. I think it's time that I return you this L. You can do what you want, but, but time always marches on. Sounds a lot like prime time in this singles tournament. I'm ready to throw you the ass kicking that you deserve at any time, and I wanted to do it in front of my big backyard to hold your small body that I'll be burying somewhere back there. Oh, Yama has already dealt 
with a two-faced person of justice once before. And now, he'll deal with you, Batman out. Look, it's an epic match, and you like you said, it's the back and forth between both of the managers. But Jeff Snyder said it last week, or or when it, whenever he won his first matchup against Robert Montano, was was that he is he wants Oyama. He wants to avenge his loss to Oyama. He wants to beat this kid. He wants to beat him bad. He wants to show him. And when and that's that kind of Snyder. When that kind of Snyder is hungry, it's usually a, a very dangerous Jeff Snyder. Uh, but Oyama right now is playing some good ball. So I don't know. We'll uh, we'll we'll see how it pans out because it could go. This could be a, another sudden death match, as far as I'm concerned. And Oyama, I, I think, has the upper hand in this only because he's gotten a lot of reps recently, both individuals, teams, and he went up against a formidable opponent last time with Marisol McKee, who's proven herself to be someone who has championship medal, if not necessarily the matches to back it up in this season. Down the road, that's going to be a different story. And it's certainly going to be a different story in this tournament based on the outcome of this match. Will Jeff Snyder, one of the old guard, he's setting his ways advanced. Or will Paul Oyama and the new leaf that he's turned over in his life turn over to yet another matchup in this tournament? All right, well, the first things we're going to find out is exactly how Roxy Stryer, you're talking about revenge and avenging that loss. It did not sit well with her at all and she's been looking to get Winston Marshall back and this is a way to do it if Jeff Snyder could beat Oyama here today so Roxy Stryer from the Rockstars and Winston Marshall from the Red Hot Swag first place swag hello, Let, hello. hello. Is, this, is this thing on hello it's it's on it's working so oh, let me oh, let me who, who is this oh my goodness who is this young lady on here dressed like that okay well, well I'll see you Mr. Hank. hello hello what's your name is I am Miss Thang. Thank you very much. What are you? Uh, well, first of all, you best respect your elders, young miss. Uh, my name is Old Winston. What you know about that? Old mm. Buck Winston. Mm. Mm-hmm. Old Over Buck- the hill, Winston. All right. It should be pretty easy today, then. Thank you for making this do I, do so I, much nicer. Do I, do I know you from great, somewhere? Uh, back and forth improv class here. Yes, and the key to that. Um, if I may start with Winston Marshall. Winston... Christian mentioned it, you or your son or your grandson have been on a roll recently with Team Swag, but you feel like you're a member of the new school, and now you're going up against, like we mentioned in our pre-show, a member of the old guard, a legend that has won multiple championships. So what do you tell your young buck going up against someone who clearly set in their ways and those ways have paid dividends in seasons past? What what what'd you say, a, a, a dividend? You mean like, like I've been getting on my 401k? Uh, well, look, it's it's very simple. Um, see, this young boy right here, this this all uh, prime time. Okay, uh, he's had a wonderful season so far. Uh, well, he with three victories with the with the the, the final exam. Uh, he already went and beat his first opponent in this tournament. Uh, so now he just got to come and beat this dude he already beat the breaks off of last year. So I'm very excited about that. And and I do recognize this young lady. This is the young lady. Uh, that that uh, lost in the playing match of the Star Wars tournament, right? No, 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 no. That's not her. That's not her. She, this is the young lady that that received that nice letter L from that young dapper young gentleman uh, a few months ago. I remember that. He was like, "You accept this L," and then she had to sit up with the egg on her face. I remember that. Somebody's head is not in this game. Good. I'm glad you're reliving your glory days that are so far behind you. 
that you're not even paying attention to the match today, Winston. Yes, I've been holding on to that L for a little bit, and I am more than happy to give it back to you today, right now. Hmm. Okay, well, uh, then let's just go ahead and break this then, if that's what you really think is going to happen. Uh, last time I checked, Roxy, you've been riding the back of the pack for a while. You were the one with the most promise. You were the one that the odd couple was going to come in here and do work, and everybody behind you, Alex Damon, was going to take over the Inner Geekdom tournament. So before we go and strip you of your Star Wars belt, we're going to beat you in this tournament real quick, and we're going to keep it pushing. So is there anything else you'd like to talk about? Let's see what your child can do today, because uh, I'm pretty sure that the odd couple are amazing and proven and champions, and Snyder today is going to prove exactly why it's 100% his time. Oyama will have his. He's he's an okay kid. I like him just fine, but it's not today, honey. Not today. All right. Well, you know, uh, you've talked yourself into bigger delusions of grandeur before, but that's fine. I'm I'm okay with, you know, the, the, little, the little chihuahua in the back of the pack trying to come up with the big dogs. Ain't that right, Shuri? She's sleep. She don't need to even deal with you right now. Okay, she'll be she'll be dealing with you in a little bit when you're crying, holding that L. It's okay. At least you've got your dog. Do you still have it? Because if you do, I, I I'm more than happy. If you don't, I can make you another one. It's totally fine. Not necessary. Thank you so much, though, for your generosity, honey. No worries. Uh, Christian, we're you're muted, uh, sir. So I'm just going to ask you a question. With the managers here, are these two? married have they been married for decades do we have any intel on that no not sure but it's certainly working out well but listen i want to thank both winston marshall and roxy this is a massive uh match for both of you guys gonna put you in the waiting room here at uh, roxy stryer really needing this particular win here because it, this is this will be more points for the rock stars and they need it swag can is still on top and and they obviously losing paul Oyama would be hurtful but they have enough points right now but the rock stars really need this as we get to this upcoming rematch mark are you ready i am that war of the roses woke her up and she hasn't acknowledged me in three weeks i am prepared let's get this match on ladies and gentlemen it's time for the movie trivia schmodown introducing first representing the rock stars with a record of 10 wins, seven defeats, and two knockouts. He is the former two-time movie trivia schmodown team's champion of the world, the Insnider, Jeff Snyder. Well, hello. Nice to have you back, Mr. Snyder. Uh, look at you. I don't even know what you're doing, but whatever you did, no football helmet or whatever that thing was last week. Something new, Celtics jersey. I believe that that's what you walk around your house with. I believe you probably have a uh, rubber ducky somewhere near. But how is the prep for Oyama? Because I know how much you've wanted this match. How bad do you want this match to have some revenge, if you will? Not bad enough to prep for it. I didn't have to. I'm, I'm prep. What are you talking oh. about? All right. In prep, well, do, do you want it? So you don't care if you beat Oyama? If he beats you twice, you'd be able to sit with that pretty well. Uh, no, it's going to eat away at my soul. Uh, but I'm 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 going to get my revenge today. Let's just hopefully I, I do a little bit better than Winston's improv. 
All right, well, far be it from us to criticize the comedy skills of anyone else, but I will ask you, Jeff, there's been a raging debate in the Facebook Schmodown group recently just about is Jeff Snyder a relic of a bygone era or are his best days still in front of him? You heard your record. You're 10-7. and seven. You clearly have a lot of legacy in this game, but do you think that your best days and best wins in the Schmodown are yet to come? Uh, I do. I still have a lot to prove in this league until I get that singles belt. I want all the, all the belts. I'll come for Intergeekdom, too. I'll watch the Harry Potter movies if you make me. Um, a relic from a, from a bygone era? Paul Yama's not even old enough to be a relic. He's like still in middle school, this kid. He got lucky in New York. I'm going to show him that lightning does not strike twice. All right. Well, Jeff Snyder, the former movie trivia showdown, two-time team's champion, ready to face Paul Oyama. And his opponent, representing Swag, with a record of seven wins, two defeats, and one knockout. He is the former movie trivia schmodown champion of the world, primetime Paul Oyama. Prime time, Paul Oyama. Paul, you've been playing a lot this season, man. You had uh, your match against Marisol McKee. You had your matches with um, Final Exam. You know, there's only really one match that I can rewind, and I'd say it was a couple of weeks ago against um, uh, Shazam, where there were a couple, maybe you didn't play the game as well as you thought you could, and then you came back and played Marisol McKee and had an excellent game. So how is the prep going for Snyder, and is it any different than when you faced him the first time? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's totally different. I think that um, the, uh, there's not really much to take from the last match we played. I think that both of us played really poorly. I think to expect Jeff to play that way again would be foolish. Um, he was right. I got lucky last time, and today I have to not be lucky. I have to be better than him because uh, he's one of the best players the league has ever seen, and I have to take that super seriously. Um, I'm excited to play him again, but I know that it's going to be a big test. Um, obviously, Roxy is a great manager. She's got him prepared for this match, so I'm just ready to go. I'm excited to be back in the ring again. Uh, Paul, Jeff was having some fun at your youth, and while we know that you're a few grades ahead of Brendan Meyer, you still came to this league uh, recently, and you probably watched some of the Patriots' legendary matches as a fan. So before you were actually in the movie Trivia Schmodown competing, were you a fan of Jeff Snyder? Did he represent somebody that you would root for in the league? Uh, I always found him a really interesting player, I think. Uh, he's one of the most fun to watch. I don't know if I was necessarily always a fan. I think there were times I rooted for him, times I didn't. Um, but all of that is kind of thrown to the wayside now. We're both in the league. We're both peers and competitors. And I'm just ready to take him on today. All right. Well, thank you to Paul Oyama, bringing back Jeff Snyder, bringing back Paul Oyama. The competitors have entered the virtual battlefield mark. Round number one about to begin as a go. Round number one about to begin, the Battle of New York Redux, and it's a lot cheaper as far as airline tickets go. In round number one, the field of competitors will hear eight questions from eight different corners of movie trivia showdown and know-how. Each question is worth one point. There's no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing, at least not in round number one. As soon as we ask the question, you have 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer with whatever utensil you have handy on whatever writing surface you prefer. Once we ask you by name or nickname, please show what you wrote to the camera. At the same time, you verbalize your answer into the microphone. 
or my each competitor of your three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match. Jeff, you remember him. If you're not sure, you heard a question right, you want to buy yourself another 15 seconds, use a JTE rule. You also each have one challenge to be used at any point throughout the three-round match. You may initiate the challenge, then we'll bring in your manager, and they must confirm and ratify that the decision has taken place. Christian, they look ready to go. They're writing, they're testing out. The scrap is about to begin. All right, we start with Paul Oyama. Are you ready? Set your clocks, let's do this. Jack Snyder, are you ready? Yes. Then let's get ready to Schmodown. Round number one, question number one in the realm of action adventure. Jason Statham first appeared as Frank Martin, a highly skilled driver slash mercenary in what 2002 action film? Uh, I'm sure your family loves you being home, Christian, but what do you miss about the New York match that these two played? And is it the pizza? You just answered my question. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please, starting with Paul Oyama. The transporter. Yes, Jeff. The transporter. Yes, it is. 1-1. One, one. Next question, Mark. Jason Statham impression happening in 10 seconds. Your next question is in the world of the 1980s and your query. Danny DeVito, Billy Crystal, and Anne Ramsey all appear in what 1987 dark comedy that was inspired by Alfred Hitchcock's Strangers on a Train? Okay, Christian, what does Jason Statham think about L.A. pizza? It's just tomato and cheese, you know what I mean? And five, four. Your smile. Two, one. Pens down, please. And Jeff Snyder. Throw mama from the train. That's right. Oyama. Throw mama from the train. Yes, it is. Two, two. As we get to our next question, this is number three, and it is in the world of dramas. Who plays the character of Tom Mullen, whose son is kidnapped at a science fair in Central Park in 1996's Ransom? It took us seven seasons, but we finally got to throw Mama from the train joke. I watched that movie constantly as a kid for whatever reason. Because uh, it was a funny movie. Oh, and you stupid boop. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, Paul Oyama. Is it the guy whose name Jeff doesn't like to say, Mel Gibson? Yes, and Jeff Snyder? Jimmy Shaker Day, Mel Gibson. Yes, Mel Gibson it is. And we have our next question. Mark, number four. Yeah, that's right, Christian. It's in the category of new releases. Released in the last 12 to 18 months. And uh, yes, there were movies in theaters back then. Your question. Who plays Sharon Tate in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? How many times have you seen this movie? was stop I've seen it twice I was stopped at a light and they were filming a scene in it such a so good they one. had to change the camera angle so they wouldn't get my Ford Fusion five damn it four three two one pens down and Jeff Margot Robbie and Paul the nom should have been for this Margot Robbie all right well we have a tie game thus far and this is number five fantasy sci-fi who plays the fem- female lead, Cora, in 2010's Tron Legacy? I know uh, our own PJ Campbell, very high on, is it Brooklyn Pizza Wagon? Oh, dude, it's Pizza Wagon in Brooklyn, and I've had it many times. It's delicious. It's the best in LA? Yeah, hands down. Five, all the Prince Street's coming. Four, three, 
two, one. Pens down, Paul Oyama. Olivia Wilde. Yes, Jeff. Olivia Wilde. Both have not missed, and it is 5-5 as we get to the six-question mark. Three questions left, and if they continue to ace this exam, they will be asked a bonus question. We're not there yet. Where we are is the world of comedies. Your question. Weird Al Yankovic plays George Newman, a daydreamer with a hyperactive imagination that is put in charge of his uncle's TV station in what 1989 comedy? All right. And... Boy, do I love this question. I know you do, too. Four, three, two, one. And we start with Jeff. UHF. You got it. And Paul? UHF. You are correct, sir. All right. Next question. Next question. Number seven. What was the subtitle? This is horror thriller. What was the subtitle... For the 2018 sequel to The Strangers. Ooh. Man. I did my impression of this movie once. I, I can't do it again. It scares me. Yeah, I remember when you did that. Five, four, three, two. Repeat the question. First one. What was the subtitle for the 2018 sequel to The Strangers? Jeff Snyder using one JTE so far. Paul Oyama has not used one just yet. You're killing time because you haven't watched the thing yet. Is that right, Christian? Well, five, four, three, two, one. Pens down and Paul Oyama. The strangers pray at night? Yes. And Jeff? Didn't have it. All right. So Paul Oyama goes up by one, and now he has an opportunity to get to eight and a perfect game and a bonus question for him and only him if he hits this last one here, Mark. That's right. So it could be a two-point advantage for Paul, but we'll get there. In the meantime, we have to cross the bridge. Known as your last round one question in the world of animated movies. Could be drawn by hand on a computer. Your question. Will Smith, Jack Black, and Robert De Niro lent their voices to what? 2004 DreamWorks film. Now remember, Paul Yama's working on a perfect round here. Snyder missing that question. And we'll find out in just a moment. Seen it play in the tournament before. Happens. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. And we start with Jeff Snyder. Shark Tale. Shark Tale is correct. And Paul? He works at a whale wash. Shark Tale. Perfect round for Paul Oyama. So Paul Oyama is going to have one question for him and only him. Paul, you don't have to write this down. You just need to answer it. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Here it is. Jack Lemon plays Felix Unger, and Walter Matthau plays Oscar Madison in what 1968 comedy? The Odd Couple. That is correct. Interesting that that's one you go one more point up. All right, so now we're going to bring. All right. I don't need no improv no more. Ah! <laughs> all right. Okay. So, so okay. that's a good right. way to start. It's round two. It's it's round, two. round two does. The rules okay. of round two. The rules of round number two are as follows. This is known as the wheel round, the wheel of fate, doom, and justice. Can't bring a wheel to you because Paul lives elsewhere and I don't know Jeff's address. So it's a virtual wheel. You'll spin it with your mind. Once you settle on a category, 
Each competitor is going to be asked four questions from said genre. You're asked the questions about the category you spun, but keep in mind, stealing is available in round number two. The questions are worth two points, but if you're not sure of the answer, you can ask us for multiple choice. We give you four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question does go down to one. Christian, uh, Jeff Snyder, very solid round number one, but... Paul Oyama getting that odd couple question gives him a two-point lead, so he has the first decision to make. Does he want to spin the wheel, or would he like to defer to his Boston Celtic-jacketed opponent? All right, we're going to remove both Roxy and Jeff and Winston. You get 60 seconds to talk to Paul starting now. My guy, look at that perfect round, baby. That was, I, I can't think of anything more serendipitous than getting a <laughs> couple. But hey, I'm not gonna waste time on that. I don't, Jeff doesn't like my improv, which is fine because this is so far little hurtful, little hurtful, but it's okay. It's fine. I'm not. I, I won't. I won't make any more jokes with them. I'm just gonna. They want serious Winston. They gonna get serious Winston. So I'm assuming you would like to defer, correct? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna defer on that one. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mr. Snyder. Have fun. All right. So we're gonna remove them. Bring back Jeff and Roxy. Roxy has 60 seconds to talk to Jeff. Like a good no. use of Winston's time just now. Just talking so about frustrating it. to get the for the stranger's play. But honey, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's two I'm points. Saying, it literally I'm doesn't not, matter at all. But, two point but Jeff, that's the last you're men- that's the last you're mentioning that. That goes away right now. Right now. Right now. Right, because it doesn't matter. Here. Let's spin this wheel. Let's, let's spin do this freaking wheel and see how it is. A hundred percent. We have to beat them right now. Winston is so smug and annoying. If no other reason, this is what Boston loves. Yeah. We love the second half. Let's go. Let's spin. All right. Here's the wheel. Yeah. And here goes the spin. All right. This wheel actually spun with Jeff's right nipple. Impressive. And we are on Nicole Kidman movies. You got 60 seconds to decide starting now. Jeff, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Let's do it. Let's yeah, do it. I'm feeling good too. You got this. I'm not kidding you. Clear your mind. New game starting now. This is yours to win. This is a great wheel slice for you. Let's let's rail through this right now. You've got this, honey. Let's kill. Let's kick the crap out of them. Actually, go away. Yeah. So we're gonna bring in uh, Paul. All right. So Jeff, you're gonna get four questions in the realm of Nicole Kidman films. Are you ready? <sighs> yes. All right, here you go. Here's the first one. In what 2014 family film can you find Nicole Kidman playing the vanilla, uh, the, the villainous taxidermist named Millicent Clyde? Paddington. That's correct. Question two. Who directed Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise in 1992's Far and Away? Ron Howard. That's correct for two more points. All right. What Oscar-winning actor co-stars with Nicole Kidman in the films Before I Go to Sleep, The Railway Man, and Genius? Colin Firth. For two more points, Jeff Snyder having a just fire through here. And here is the last question. Here it is. All right. In what 1990s film does Kidman play Suzanne Stone? A local newswoman who conspires to have her husband killed. I, I'm telling you, Christian, you, you're giving way too much away in these questions, but it's to die for. <laughs> That's correct. Remember, you're pulling up full on Matt Atchity there. Oh, I'm with you. It's crazy. Yeah, it's okay. Well, Good right. First of all, uh, you know, if you want, do you want to challenge your uh, your correct answer? No, it's just like Suzanne Stone. I, I, you know, like a, a good trivia player would have known it right off the 
I didn't need Newswoman, but okay, thank you. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, we'll thank see you. How we can do uh, round three different, Jeff. All right. Well, Jeff Snyder clears yeah. it up there. Don't think I can beat him. 15 9. All right. So now we're going to remove Jeff, thank the Lord, and bring back Winston. And Winston, uh, here's 60 seconds again to talk to Paul starting now. And see, that's the funny thing. Roxy hasn't played a lot of games this season, so she didn't realize I had time to talk to Paul after the fact. So anyway, uh, don't worry about that. He's a good player. There's a reason he's one of the team's champs a bunch of times. Got to expect that. Got to expect that always. I, I respect – like, that's the thing. I've always respected the dude's game. I got no problem with that. I just I hate the Celtics. That's just that's <laughs> my problem. You know what I mean? The Patriots, Jesus, don't get me started. So anyway, worry about that. Go do what you do, playboy. Let's go spin this wheel and get some money. All right, here's the wheel. And first spin in by Paul Oyama. Christian Harloff also not a fan of the Patriots, which I'm not sure why. You beat him twice. You're doing fine. Right. I don't know. something about him. Audrey Hepburn, 60 seconds starting now. I kind of like it. I mean, look, let's, why don't we just do the Diva show? You know what I'm saying? We got Nicole Kidman first. Let's get Audrey now. I, I feel I, good about this. I kind of like it. Yeah, let's do let's it. Go. All right. Audrey Hepburn it is. And we're going to drop Winston out, and we're going to bring back Jeff Snyder. And you're going to get four questions, Paul, in the realm of Audrey Hepburn, Mark. All right, one of the best to ever do it, and now a really good player, if not one of the best to ever do it in the Schmodown, Paul Oyama fields some questions. Here we go, Audrey Hepburn, two points, unless you need multiple choice. Paul, what actor plays Hamilton Bartholomew, a CIA administrator in Charade? Walter Matthau. He was a grumpy young man back then. That is correct for two points. And the kid starting out really well here as it is 15-11. All right, your next query for two more points. What 1960s film got Audrey Hepburn her last Oscar nomination? Wait Until Dark. And not always great advice, but it is two points. All right. Great move. Tie it up. All right. Your next question. Audrey Hepburn's character suffers from what disability in the thriller Wait Until Dark? Uh, she's blind. That is correct. And Paul Oyama matching Snyder. Question for question. And now he approaches his last one for another perfect round two. Here we go. All right, Paul, in the world of Audrey Hepburn, which film in Audrey Hepburn's filmography was the only one to win Best Picture? My Fair Lady. The Rain on Spain and something else. Yeah, it's two points. That's correct. All right. So Paul Oyama goes up by two, keeps that two-point lead. Also clears the board with Hepburn. Both Snyder and Oyama clearing the board, having a great. And it is so far just that stranger's question that separates them right now, obviously with the bonus. But all right, Mark, number three, <laughs> round three. How's it go? Round number three, where the question difficulty intensifies. Don't worry, competitors. You're going to hear three questions. How do we get those questions? From you. We need three numbers from each of you. You may not pick the same numbers as your opponent because each number corresponds to a unique category of movie trivia schmodown know-how. Your first question is worth two points. Your next one is worth three points. Your final one, should we make it that far? Looks like we will. Is worth five of the biggest points of your tournament. So once again... Paul Oyama has a two-point lead over Jeff Snyder. Very well-played match by both gentlemen thus far, and I use that term loosely. Paul, you have the lead, so you can give us your three lucky numbers first. From 1 to 20, what feels fortunate? I'm going to go 4, 7, and 15. 
Four, seven, and fifteen for Polyama. Disgusting numbers. Jeff Snyder. Three, eleven, sixteen. Three, eleven, and sixteen. Three, eleven, great band. Amber is the color of your energy, Jeff. All right, so we're gonna do a lot. Winston, you got sixty seconds to talk to Oyama starting now. I mean, look, man. As this, as we know, this is yep. we're, we're playing against a former champ here, just like you are. So this is going to the five point question. So you have all three of your JTEs. Take yes, a sir. deep breath. Keep rolling, baby. You you are killing it right now. It's already more than we scored last time we played each other. So that's nice. But yeah. I, I look, I, I was expecting. I mean, seeing two people of your caliber, I was expecting this to be like a brawl, and I'm glad that it is. But keep it cool. We got this, pimping. Let's go get them. All right, Roxy, sixty seconds. Jeff Winston's talking about you guys like you're the same caliber and you're not. He's a child. You're a man. You're going to take this. No problem. Uh, you have two of your JTEs left. Take your time. That's just what it is. Uh, honestly, do this for Boston. Do this for us. You've got this absolutely in the five pointers where I know that you're going to crush him anyway. Uh, you feeling okay right now, honey? That's right. I'm a man living in my, my father's home back in Boston. <laughs> 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 Right. Jeff tells us all the things that we need to know. Um, also, for the very first time ever, I won a perfect round, round two with Oyama's questions. So that just shows you what happened there with this category. Oh, well, all right. Well, uh, Roxy, thank you. Winston, going to move both you guys out of the way. Um, all right. Jeff Snyder's going to try to avoid the TKO here and tie the game with his two pointer. He chose number three. Jeff Snyder chose number three. And Jeff, you chose the category of action adventure. Here you go. Arnold Schwarzenegger plays Harry Tacker, a family man who is secretly a spy in which action film? True Lies. Two points. Tying up the game. And now we bounce back to Paul Oyama, Mark, who took uh, number four. He did that, Christian, and number four corresponds to the heart-wrenching, action-filled category of war movies. All right, Paul, and your question for two points and to regain a two-point lead. Name one of the two major war films released in 1998 that competed against each other at the Oscars for Best Picture. I'm going to go with my favorite one, The Thin Red Line. And Saving Private Ryan, that is correct. All right, so now we jump back to Jeff Snyder. And Jeff Snyder took uh, number 11. It's the DiCaprio films. Number 11 would be DiCaprio films. All right, Jeff, your three-pointer in the realm of DiCaprio films. Here you go. Three points. Edward Zwick directed Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Connelly in which film? Blood Diamond. For three points, Jeff Snyder going back and forth. And now we see ourselves 2019 as Paul Oyama chose uh, number seven. Yeah, he did, Christian. And this corresponds to he did well with Audrey Hepburn movies. Let's see how he does with musicals. All right, here it is. And this is a three-point question, Paul. Regain your lead. Who stars as Victoria Grant? In 1982's Victor Victoria. Julie Andrews. He knows musicals, Christian. He's back on top. And we are looking for a battle. We got ourselves a battle. Five-pointer 
for Jeff Snyder. If he hits it, it bounces back to Oyama. However, if he misses it, Paul Oyama will advance into the third round. Jeff Snyder, for your five-point question, you chose number 16. That would be Jodie Foster Films. Jodie Foster. All right, here is your question. All right. In the film The Brave One, who plays Detective Sean Mercer, who is investigating the vigilante crimes? Five, four, three, two. Repeat the question. Second one. In the brave one, who plays Detective Sean Mercer, who is investigating the vigilante crimes? Five, four, three, two. Repeat the question. Last one. In the brave one, who plays Detective Sean Mercer, who is investigating the vigilante crimes? Five, four, three, two. Terrence Howard. And that is correct. Ladies and gentlemen, that is five-pointer. Five-pointer, Jeff Snyder hit the five-pointer and voices forces Paul Oyama to answer his five-pointer. Now we're in the same spot. Oyama hits it. He wins. If he loses, excuse me, if he misses, then he will lose, and Snyder will advance to the next round. Mark, he chose category number 15. He did do that, Christian, and that corresponds to category of, it's not musicals this time, it is Martin Scorsese films. I call him Marty. And Paul, for five points, and to advance the Ultimate Schmodown Tournament, your question. Name both of the main gangs depicted in the Scorsese film Gangs of New York. Five, four, three, two. Repeat the question. First one. You have two left. Name both of the main gangs depicted in the Scorsese film Gangs of New York. Five, four, three, two. Repeat the question. Second one. Okay, you got one JT rule left. Category Scorsese movies. Name both of the main gangs depicted in the Scorsese film Gangs of New York. Five, four, three, two. Repeat the question. Last one. All right. This is in the category of Martin Scorsese films. 
For five points and the win, name both of the main gangs depicted in the Scorsese film, Gangs of New York. The Dead Rabbits and the Five Points. And your winner, advancing to the next round, the insider, Jeff Snyder. The answer was either Dead Rabbits or the Natives or Barbarians. Natives or Barbarians. That was the answer there. Jeff Snyder taking the victory here from Paul Oyama. And what a victory it was. Oyama had a perfect game for the entire match. Mix missed it by one gang name. And Jeff, how are you feeling right now? Did you think he had it? I had a whole celebration planned and it just went right out the window. I'm stunned that I won that. I think that that was a really, really difficult question. One of the hardest five pointers I've heard in a long time. Oyama, if you had gotten it, you absolutely would have earned this victory. I mean, that's a that's a tough one. Um, wow, I, I'm still kind of stunned. Roxy, how you feeling? Three points taking over Swag and and Oyama, who was a big favorite after his last match against Marisol, and, and hell, you saw why the way he played. Yeah. Uh, how do how do you feel uh, about this this victory? Each of these guys got one question wrong this entire game. That is why they are where they are. Uh, Jeff just ended up knowing his five-pointer, which is what I thought it was going to come down to at the end of the day. I'm so proud of him for getting his head back in the game. I know that sometimes Jeff can get down on himself for missing one question, but he didn't, and he was able to hit every question from that point forward. So I honestly, like I said, Oyama will have his time again. He will. It's just not now. This is, there- is Jeff's time, and Jeff is going to win the entire tournament. I've been saying that from the beginning. Roxy, is there a bit of a sweet revenge, not only for the New York loss, but for the fact that you had the, uh, you know, the, that L, you're able to give that back? 100%. I've been sick and tired of looking at this L, and I cannot wait. It, the number one thing I want to do when COVID is over is take that out of my drawer and hand it back to Winston Marshall. Like, I will be at your house outside your door standing with that L until you come receive it. Thank you, friend. All right. So, go ahead, Mark. Yeah, Jeff, you're now advancing in the tournament, and you're going to have quite a formidable challenge ahead of you in the stature of Mark Riley. So people talk about you're cementing your legacy in the game, Jeff. Mark Yodi Riley might well be on the Schmodown Mount Rushmore. How do you feel going up against Riley? Mark Riley is a Hall of Famer. He's one of the, the game's greats. I won't underestimate him, but at the same time, I've always felt like I was better than him, like that to be named after me. Forget the Yodi Awards. It should be the Insider Award and you should be damn proud to win it. So, Riley, I'm coming to send you back to the sidelines, but he should have stayed retired. Yeah, Christian, I don't think Jeff's internet agreed with his statement, but he got it across loud and clear. He thinks he can take on Mark Riley and maybe anyone else who he faces in this tournament. All right, so now we have the matches set up Snyder advancing to the third round. The rock stars pick up another big three points. And yeah, massive. Now, I know you don't like to hear this, but I'm sure that uh, both Shannon Barney and uh, and Finstock right now are thanking you and are happy right now because you have stopped the swag train for at least a moment, for at least a moment as the round three happens because Jeff Snyder is still in this tournament and he is now 
getting himself to the third rounds. All right, Jeff Snyder and Roxy, congratulations on a very hard-fought victory here against Paulo Yama, and I'm, I'm looking forward to the rubber match. All Can't right. wait to see more of Jeff's chest in the future very soon. Well, there, there you go. He just gave it to you. All right, so now we're going to remove this guy. We're going to go back here. And now coming back, Winston Marshall. Paul Oyama. Paul, I got to start with you. It's one of these things, man. I can't I can't imagine that you're really I mean, obviously the, the loss stings, but I can't imagine that you're you're bummed with yourself at all with how you played. You had a perfect game going into that question. You just missed it by one name. Uh, no, I'm still bummed with myself. I mean, when it comes down to it, it doesn't matter how well you played before. You the whole point is to outplay your opponent, you know. So if he would have scored one, if he would have scored one and I scored two, I'd feel better about that than, than losing this way. Um, yeah, it just sucks to know all the questions and then get to a five-pointer and just get one that you can't quite pull out. Obviously, I had the one game, couldn't get them both. Um, it's just a frustrating thing when you feel like you're that close and it's within your grasp again. Uh, wasn't happening today. Yeah, Winston, so you just saw Paul take a very tough loss. He played incredible, but we saw him take a tough loss last year and he completely changed his outlook on how he approaches the Schmodown and maybe even life. Do you think that's going to happen after this loss or do you think he's staying on the straight and narrow? I mean, I think Paul's going to do what he does best. He's going to evolve. Um, I think regardless of how this played out, I think this is going to put a different fire in him. So if we see that bad boy come back, that's one thing. If we see him go continue to go on this calm route, that's another. I think that all this is going to do is take Paul to the next level. And I'll I'll be honest, man. Like I was I was completely, completely just dumbfounded and shocked by this. And, and just because it, I... I I thought he had it. I thought he was messing with this. And I haven't seen games in New York in a while. So when he said it, I was, he said it with such confidence. I was like, boom, done. And then it was announced. And I it, it, it really was a shot to the jaw. I think the worst thing that came out of this is we lost to Jeff's chest hairs. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. Does it also sting a little bit because of the, you know, you, you had the advantage over the rock stars and you still, I mean, point wise, you, you still do. But I mean, this is one of those things where you guys were trading back forth. Um, jab uh, each other. Yeah, go ahead. I'm not worried about the rock stars. I haven't been worried about the rock stars for months. I, I think what the concern here is, is the people that actually matter right now, the big dogs. We, this puts us at a disadvantage, uh, but we still are out here doing what we do best. The Swagathon 2020 is far from over. Um, and I just, you know, I think all this is going to do is just like everything else, it's going to piss off everybody in this faction and it's going to allow us to rally around each other and to keep on pushing. All right. Thank you, uh, Winston and Paul. You know, last thing, I mean, I don't know. It hasn't really been decided yet, but the team's tournament is obviously uh, around the corner. We don't know yet who's going to be in from Swag. It hasn't been announced. Um, but if Winston, uh, let me ask you two sides of this. If if Winston A decides that you and uh, Lon will be in the tournament, how do you feel about that? And if he decides that, that maybe you guys should step back, how would you also uh, deal with that? Uh, it's always about what's best for the faction. You know, um, after losing this match today here, I'm going to go help the rest of my faction mates with the rest of the tournament or the rest of the match prep for the rest of the year. Like, this is not one foot in, one foot out. Um, we're all committed to each other. So if he chooses us, I'll be stoked. Obviously, that'll be great. I think me and Lana are playing really well right now. Um, but if he chooses someone else, that's okay, too. And it's one of those things, of course, I want to compete. Of course, I always want to be the person in the ring. But at the end of the day, it's about what's best for all of us. And it's not a selfish thing. Um, it's about us coming together to, to boost our, each other up. And that's kind of what this faction, what's made this faction so successful is that we do invest and care about each player um, the same way that we would ourselves. And I think that's what it's all about. That's my team. That's my quarterback. It's not fair.
It's not fair. <laughs> well done. All right. Uh, Winston Marshall and Paul Oyama. Again, guys, hell of a match. Paul, great match just today. Just didn't go Swag's way, but they will be back. We know they will be back. And Mark, we will be back because this tournament, it just keeps on moving. Round number two, moving along. And the rock stars advance Jeff Snyder, 25-22. And remember, Jeff Snyder this season has been phenomenal. Jeff Snyder has two wins. In, he, he beat Robert Montano. He, be, he just beat Paul Oyama. And he barely, barely lost to Ethan Irwin, who you saw what Ethan did a couple of weeks back against uh, Dan Merle, and he defeated John Roca. And Snyder had Irwin dead to rights. He just, the same thing that happened to Oyama today happened to Snyder in that Irwin match. He got a five-pointer. He just didn't know, and he lost the match. Um, but nonetheless, Jeff Snyder is now advancing, and he will be a threat going into that next round, and the Rockstars are looking pretty hopeful. Yeah, you may start thinking that uh, old Snyder's sandbagging us a little bit when it comes to, hey, are you prepping for this match? Are you studying to even watch movies? He loves downplaying his achievements and maybe his preparation tactics, but you know Snyder is going to bring everything he has, Christian. This is the same old Jeff Snyder, but maybe with a slightly tweaked competitive fire. And for Paul Oyama, look, the kid is a good egg, and Snyder was able to enjoy a little omelet today, but I think Oyama is going to help out his faction. I think Team Swag is going to be better for it, and despite Winston Marshall going all T.O. there on us at the end. I don't think Oyama is going to be a problem in the locker room in the slightest. I think, if anything, a lot of Team Swag's wins for the rest of the season might be a direct result of Mr. Oyama's contribution. So uh, two great competitors here, one great match, and two announcers who kept their cool admirably. I just never knew there'd be two T.O. references made in the same season, but here we go. So, guys, thank you. New Era, baby. New Era. So, thanks again for joining us here on the show. Jeff Snyder taking the win for the Rockstars and continuing on the tournament. So, make sure you guys are subscribed if you aren't already. Join the Facebook group. Big conversations happening there all the time. You can keep up with the community. And don't forget Patreon. Obviously, if you're not a part of Patreon, you should be. We treat it like a streaming service. We make sure at the $10 tier, you get the most the most bang for your buck. And inside of that, what do you get? You get any of the pay-per-views we do. You definitely get the spectacular. You can get uh, any of the exhibition matches we do, any throwdowns we do, the pay-per-views. You get them. So, And the, the back catalog, they're all there. So thank you for joining us. If you can, join the Patreon today. And for Mark Ellis, I'm Christian Harloff, and we will see you next time. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.